Yeah, I mean, so I think you're always an introvert, but you can, you can, it's a skill set as well to forget that you're an introvert, right? So I know by this point the value and how I feel um, every time I present, every time I coach, every time I train, I know what it is after. When, when I come on a show like this, I know the, the, the positive effects that have, whether I actually hear about it or not, I, I can, I've seen that, right? And so. Welcome to the Freedom Chasers Podcast, where we bring you interviews and discussions that share the stories, successes, goals, and dreams of real estate agents and real estate investors pursuing a life of purpose and freedom. All right, guys, today I have Omni Casey. I am so excited. You can see the Cashflow Breakfast Club book behind him. This is one of the big things we're going to talk about today is how to build a community of investors that absolutely changes your world and changes the world because you're going to have so many connections in your life and business to invest with and to go on the financial freedom journey with. But like, if I go through all of Omni's like list of accomplishments, will be that will be the show, right? At 52 homes in 52 weeks, he's an author. He is an investor. Uh, building his own city, which we're going to maybe touch on a little bit today. But if you want to hear like a truly inspirational story of someone who wants to change the world and has done so much towards that goal, listen to this episode. But our main topic today we're going to be talking about is how to build a community of investors that's going to serve you, serve them, and just build financial freedom across the country. Omni, thank you so much for coming on the show. Take us into it. What is the Cashflow Breakfast Club? Yeah, thanks for the invite, Max. Super excited to be here. Um, yeah, the Cashflow Breakfast Club. So it started out as... An education event, right? So when we're in this space, at some point, you just want to start giving back. You want to build a community. We're all part of communities. We understand the value of being a part of community. And I wanted to build a community. So I started to do that. I used to uh, run a brokerage, had, had my own office uh, since retired from that. But I started out with like my team members, people that I, I loved, I cared about, helping them make a lot of money as real estate agents. And then, you know, I, I've been an investor for, for 20 plus years. And I'm like, all right, Earning active income, that's cool. You get really good at that. But you need to set up set your, your financial freedom, right? Your passive income. And too many real estate agents did not understand that, did not even own any real estate themselves. And so I, I made it my goal to all of my people own real estate. All of my people understood financial freedom through passive income. And so we created this little club and it started out with like 20, 30 people. Um, and then it grew from there. Like, can we invite family and friends? And can we, you know, so we, we eventually opened it up to the community. And although I was doing many other things, you know, investment wise, development wise, like the thing that has always brought me the most fulfillment was this silly little club that we ran. Right. And so once I retired as the broker and I was trying to figure out what's next in life, because I'm not one that's meant to sit on the beach somewhere and quote unquote be retired, um, but, I, but I knew I wanted to do something different. And, and the opportunity um, was presented to me to, to basically scale what I'm doing with the Cashflow Breakfast Club. Uh, we created a unique format through trial and error. So it's not just a meetup, right? Uh, meetups are great. You go, you connect with people. There's usually one person speaking, sit down, listen for about half an hour or so, and then that's it. Ours is like, it's like a boot camp, three hour boot camp every single month with different topics. And you're going to sit down and you're probably going to get like fire hose information style, um, two to two and a half hours of, of education and our networking. I structured our networking because I'm naturally an introvert. I go to a networking event. I know the importance of networking, but sometimes I go to a networking event and I'm still the guy that's like hesitant to like, like I might, maybe I get into one conversation, maybe two the entire time. And 
maybe it's it's not even the the person you're supposed to meet that day, right? There, there's probably someone you're supposed to meet and you just get stuck in a conversation and you don't know how to end it, right? So I created a structure that's almost like speed dating at these networking events. It's like 15 minute segments. You have to go talk to five people, get their name, get their number and start a conversation. And then you're gonna choose who am I gonna go have a, a longer coffee meeting with after, right? So um, I tracked a lot of people like myself, probably that that need the the help uh, to to facilitate more more connections in a shorter period of time. But our, our eventual goal is financial freedom, right? Real estate in of itself is not the most important thing. I love real estate, but I tell everyone the worst thing you can do is buy one rental property, right? You know this, right? The reality is no one has ever become financially free from one rental property, but you get all the headaches of being a landlord, right? So if your goal is to become an investor, congratulations, you became an investor, you're probably gonna hate it because you own one rental property. Um, my goal is to get them to think past the first rental property or the second or the third and say, what is the exact number that I need to be financially free? So what is my financial freedom number? Do I need $10,000 a month passively? Do I need five? Do I need 30? And then work your way backwards based on what your path is to come out with, all right, I'm not stopping until I get to 18 rental properties or at least X amount of passive income. And so we help people set that up within the club. And then we just educate them, you know, from there out, hopefully connecting with the right team members in their area to help them accomplish that. And I want to make sure I have this right. So you're talking about a three-hour boot camp. How much of the boot camp is the speed dating portion? How much, like, I mean, is, did you say two to two and a half hours of, like, someone on stage talking? Yeah, so it's rarely someone on stage talking. So I'm a big believer. So I love TED Talks, right? And I'm trying to think, why do I love TED Talks so much, right? So you have, like, TED TEDx, TED Talks are like the most famous presentations and speeches. And what's beautiful about them is they force them to be condensed all their education, all right? You can get a professor up there or whoever could talk for hours on something, but they force them to condense it down to 10 to 15 minutes. Like that is the magic number to like, just give me the good stuff. Give me the good stuff and keep the attention. So out of two and a half hours, they're all 10, 15, 20 minute topics and then switch. And so we condense a lot of topics. It's probably a year's worth of information in two and a half hours because of that TED Talk type format. And so we do 10, 15 minutes, and then we switch to the next topic, 10, 15 minutes. Let's take a networking um, session break, you know, and so not really a break, but we're, we're going to get up and we're going to, you know, network with the other hundred people in the room and try to meet the five people during that window or 10 people, depending on how good you are there. Then we go back to two more topics or three more topics, and then we break into mini masterminds. I love the concept of masterminds, right? And rarely in life do we actually have the ability to sit down with five or six other people, kind of bare our soul to them and, you know, open up and build, build meaningful connections. So we force that in like a 20 minute segment of, all right, you five, you five, you five, you five, sit down. You guys don't know each other, introduce each other, ask them this question, right? Because that's going to force more engagement. You're going to give your answer to these two questions. And then what is the problem? Is there a problem in the economy in life right now that we can overall discuss? I, I believe that no matter how smart you individually may be, any mastermind you sit in is going to be, you know, the, the collective genius of that mastermind just always comes through. Your idea spurs someone else's idea, which might finish the loop of what you need to do. So most amazing things that I've accomplished in my life came because I sat in a mastermind somewhere. And so we try to create one or two of these 
20 minute mastermind segments within the group as well. So two to two and a half hours of education, anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour of networking and or masterminding sessions broken up in 15 to 20 minute segments. So let's talk about this a little bit. So basically, if, if I'm wanting to start one of these, I've got to, do I have to come up and do eight speeches of 10 to 15 minutes, like create eight TED Talks once a month? Like walk us through how someone like myself can start one of these things. Yeah. So luckily I've done this for years and I've got hundreds of training topics just like like in the back books, right, that I've done. And so what I've done this year, although I've been doing this for, for years on uh, two different locations, I've started to expand this just over the last few months. And we're creating a, created a back-end training portal platform um, where I someone applies and says, I want to be the leader for my, you know, uh, North Carolina market or my Charlotte, you know, specific market um, or wherever it may be. Um, then we hop on a Zoom call with them and we want to vet them to make sure that they have experience. It's typically not that. It's like four to six rental property experience. And what I found over the first few months is, although I've run these, quote unquote, by myself for a while, I've always had a massive team, a real estate team and a brokerage team behind me that I've leveraged to help me do my business, but I help them leverage what I was running, right? So I realized it's not fair for me to think one person can run one of these because it's pretty intense. So our requirement is two or more people in your market, whether you are officially partnering with them on anything, it doesn't really matter. So it might be an investor, it might be a broker, it might be a, a lender, whatever it is, two people that want to build a community, want to give back, add value to the community and understand the value of, of leading a community. We find them, uh, we go through a mindset check, right? So we got the credentials check, like do they meet the minimum experience requirement? Um, and then we, we figure out, do they have the right mindset? Do they have the abundance mindset or do they have a scarcity mindset? What books have they read? Like that's, that's a very important question. Cause if I ask them about this book and this book and this book, and they have no clue, we're probably not on the same page, right? Um, and so there's very, very specific books that if you wanna be a leader or a thought leader in this community, you probably have already read. And so we make sure that's the case. Um, and then once we vet them and we're comfortable putting our stamp of approval on them, then we put them through our training program. And it's a training program of here's what, how you launch your first month. And here are the eight topics you're going to cover. And here's the slides for those topics. And here are three to five to eight minute videos of me or someone on my team explaining those slides to you. So even if you've never attended one in person, you're going to have this tutorial session and usually by watching all those videos and practicing, they're able to feel comfortable uh, to present and, and run their own session. If if they still have questions and they hop on a Zoom call with either myself or someone on my team to coach them through whatever questions they have, um, then it becomes a marketing and promoting, right? You're, you're launching a new venture, a new um, group, and there's, there's proven methods that we found. Um, and our goal is not to have five or 10 people show up to your, your event. It's to have a hundred people to show up to your event because that's the magic number. Someone else shows up and there's only five other people there. They're like, this is cool information, but I'm not getting anything out of the, the, the community here. Right. Um, 
that hundred person somewhere between 70 and a hundred is really good information, good energy. And you know what, no matter what I want, if I want to buy a deal, there's probably someone selling a deal here. If I'm selling deals, there's probably people to buy deals. If I want to be a passive investor, there's probably active investors that can partner with. If I want to be an active investor, but I want to partner with passive, right? So we make those connections and synergies. You need the right amount of people showing up on a regular basis uh, to make that happen. And so far we've been able to do that in every location. So what I'm hearing from you is that this is a give, right? This is a heartfelt mission to be able to inspire people to have financial freedom across the country. For the person yep. that's doing it, should they have financial freedom before they do this? Because, I mean, this seems like, you know, I mean, obviously you're providing a lot of the tools here, but that's still, I mean, you still got to prepare the speeches, do the marketing, get everybody there. And, and the expectation isn't that I'm going to benefit financially right away. So should the person doing this be financially free? What should their mindset be? Yeah, great question. So uh, our first requirement, you go to our website, cashflowbreakfastclub.com, you click on here, how do I become a leader? Like the first requirement is I need to own rental properties or have experience as an investor, right? There's credibility. The second requirement is financially free or clearly on a path to financial freedom. So you don't have to be financially free, but you need to know are you three doors away? Are you four doors away? And is that going to take you one year, two years, three years? Um, so it's getting intentional with your financial freedom, your baseline financial freedom, right? No, no one never hits their their final of what they where they want to go. But if you need ten thousand dollars to be baseline financially free, so you don't need active income, and you're eight thousand dollars in, you know, are you two or three doors away? Uh, and being intentional about what those numbers are, because we expect you to understand your numbers. Um, if not, we coach you through that um, because you are going to hold your group accountable to know their numbers and you are going to coach your group to make sure that they know their numbers. Even if they never bought real estate before, by the end of your first session, they're going to understand how they're going to be financially free and want that that coaching session um, with them. So this is not a business, right? We don't make money. We don't charge money for this. Um, and so it takes, it's a time commitment. We want people that one don't need the money are absolutely investing in real estate or in the real estate space, making money. Um, this will clearly help them become a thought leader in that space. And in every case, they probably will be able to benefit if they're a real estate agent, they're probably going to attract clients, right? Although that's not why they're doing it. Um, you know, I wanted to buy when I want to buy one property per week, a couple years ago, I said, I'm going to buy 52 properties in 52 weeks. A lot of my referrals and my deals came from within my group. Although, you know, you know, that wasn't ever something that why I set out the, for the group to be created, it became very, very valuable because people wanted to give back and they say, Hey, no, it's not my deal, but I saw this. I'm going to connect you with this person. Right? So you'll be surprised at some point the value will come back to you. Um, but you got to build equity in the group first, build value as a leader first before you really even expect anything in return. And this is where having some level of financial freedom is really, really yeah. helpful because it kind of takes the psychological edge off of, you know, I'm spending all this time, effort, maybe even money to get this together and, and forcing that return early. So, okay. So take us through, what does the marketing look like to get a hundred people? I mean, cause a lot of these meetups, they're just meetups. They get 20, yeah. 30 people in there. And then it's like, it's a slow death or sometimes a fast death from there. How are you marketing? This? Yeah, we, we've taken an aggressive approach. And, and the one thing I've been good at over my years has been sales and marketing. I've, I've had many businesses. Uh, many of them are in the real estate space, but I was a, an agent for, for years. I was a broker. I ran an office, right? Um, and then, you know, every single year I'm, I'm marketing to attract teams to build out my real estate portfolio and, or acquire new por portfolios. Um, so I've just refined exactly what I did on all of those scales and just 
like whether it's online, social media, you know, direct messaging, it starts with your your sphere and it works works your way out from there, right? So we basically, congratulations, you're on the team. Here are the, the next 20 things you should be doing, right? And so everything from, you know, if you're on Facebook, great, then you're going to do this, this, and this X amount of times per week. Um, if uh, you're on LinkedIn, you're going to do this. If you're not on Instagram, you're going to you create your account and get you to a minimum level of comfort of what you're doing. If you have a big enough network, then you can do that um, organically, right? You take the steps organically. If you don't have a big enough network, then you're going to have to pay to promote to grow your network, right? So if you've never been on social media ever, you posting on your Facebook page does nothing because no one's following you, no one connects with you, right? Um, but if you've been on for a while and you have uh, a few thousand, you know, connections, meaningful connections, when you post, um, they're going to see it. They're, they're hopefully going to be inspired to either show up or invite people, right? And you're going to get better and better at that. So it depends on where you are. Um, some of our leaders have to do paid promoted to get started. Most of our leaders just tap into their network and go from there. And it's a mixture of mass marketing and direct communication. Most people think I could just put a post out there and people will show up. Rarely is that the case. It's put a post out there and then you're in the DMs. You're messaging, you're, you're direct messaging on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and say, hey, I'm not sure if you saw this. Yeah, I know you get a lot of messages, but I really thought of you. I'd love for you to show up, right? So you're just trying to get that, put in the work uh, to get the, the first group of people in. Once they show up, they almost always come back because of how intense it is and they realize, out of all the meetings I go, I got the most value out of this meeting, um, but you got to get them to show up for the first time. And then every time it just grows from there. Let's talk about who you're inviting, right? I mean, I know it's really great to be altruistic. That's the best way, but a lot of people struggle with this concept, right? So like, are you inviting your competitor agents into this? Is it just like, like no agents allowed? What does that look like? Yeah, that's a, such a good question. So um, like, like number three or four on the list of the requirement is that abundance mindset, right? Versus scarcity mindset. Because I had a scarcity mindset. I absolutely had a scarcity mindset starting out. I'm very private about my real estate investing. Most of my career, I'm private. I married my wife, who's even more private than I am. And we told nobody, like people knew we were in real estate, but we never like posted about it. We never did anything. Um, we just kind of every year for you know last 20 years, just kept buying properties and buying properties, right? Um, and so that led into my scarcity mindset. Once I started coaching, I start, I told you, I started out just coaching my team. That's all I wanted. I wanted my team to have an advantage. I wanted my team to be financially free. And that gives them the freedom that they're going to become better agents. You're going to make more money. Um, and so we ran that. No one else was, was welcome. Right. And really it wasn't until I realized that scarcity mindset was holding me back and the impact I was having on the people that actually came to the lessons and, and moved forward was life-changing, like, like life-changing. And why am I telling that, like thinking I need to limit that to 30 people, right? And once I realized it's not about whether they're on my team or not, that's, it's a bigger question than that. That's a different game, right? If they're, if they're selling real estate with under the same flag, that's one thing. Um, but their financial freedom, what, what they might be able to provide or impact to the community is, is much bigger if they can get onto that path. So we opened it up to everyone and we ended up getting a ton of uh, you know, people from the community, but real estate agents as well from other companies showing up, right? And they're like, is this a recruiting thing? Nope, we never tried to recruit anyone. It was, we're gonna give away free information add value to you. Um, I would say the the end result was we got a ton of referrals from other agents who 
had real estate investor clients that realized they didn't have the knowledge to service them. So they referred it to us. So we picked up a ton of business by doing that. And then a lot of those agents ended up joining our team eventually just saying, Hey, you know what? I need to know more. And it looks like, um, you know, you're the place to do that. So we had, we kind of set ourselves up as a unique, you know, structure that way. But, um, that wasn't the intent of why we opened it up. I just realized the next thing I want to do in life is make an impact. And it has to be more than the 20 or 30 people in this room. It has to be bigger than that. And I had to get out of my own way. So that's the requirement we put out there because most people are saying, I don't want to educate my competitors. But once you once you realize you don't really have competitors, like if you're so unique, you don't have competitors, then it doesn't matter who you educate, right? They eventually join you or they're going to refer you business, um, but they, they'll be best friends, you know, and, and be grateful for you changing their life, maybe changing the trajectory of their entire family tree from that point forward. Everyone who listens to our show knows Tim and I are passionate about obtaining financial freedom through real estate investing. We also know that everyone's situations and goals are different. And while there are programs out there that show you a path to financial freedom, many of these programs are just too cookie cutter and don't take your personality, situation, and desired outcome into account. Think about the number of times that you've watched a guru online and tried to do the exact same thing as they did but had nowhere near the same results. You are not alone. When I got started, I was continually paying for courses and getting only partial results until I discovered the path that made sense for me. The results prove this out. Most online course creators have let us in on their dirty secrets that 90 to 95% of their students never complete their course and achieve their desired outcome. This is not something that we're okay with. The benefit of working with Tim and I is that we are interviewing between 5 and 20 people every single week. We have accumulated hundreds of seven-figure strategies and got an inside scoop from these successful entrepreneurs. We're able to work with you to pick the strategy that will best fit and then help you create the custom plan to take you quickly into financial freedom. As a former math teacher, I always taught my students that the fastest way between two points is a straight line. If you wanna get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us and let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. Gosh, that's so valuable. I mean, first of all, you talk about the uniqueness, right? So you talk about the unique selling proposition, which will, which you can win with no matter what. And then you talk about if you built a hundred friends, you know, yeah, I mean, maybe you lose some business there, but what, what business do you get from a hundred friendships? Uh, and that's incalculable. So let's talk about, I mean, a hundred people's no joke, right? I mean, like, where are you housing this? Are you renting a building? Like how you put a hundred people yeah. in a room? So the, 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 the trick, and, and these are all growing pains that we, we, we figuring out over the last, you know, less than a year. Or so as we're expanding, I was starting out, I was lucky because I had an, I had a brokerage, right? I built an office from the ground up and I built a training facility around me wanting to do this. And so I had the perfect space, um, you know, to be able to tap into, but as I am, um, coaching and training new investors, looking to launch their own locations. They're not all agents. They're not all brokers. They don't have their own space. Some of them do. And that's a, that's a perk. Um, and so we brought in sponsorships, right. To help offset the cost, like, you know, uh, sponsors is, if there is a cost there to help offset that cost, oh, but we get really good at finding free locations. Like most people don't know libraries often for very low cost or even free, um, will allow you to uh, use their meeting room is, if it's big enough. Not every library has a 100 person space, but in a County, out of eight libraries, there's probably one that does, right? And you can, you can set that up. Uh, we've partnered with breweries. We've partnered with wineries and say, we're going to bring X amount of people. We can't afford to pay you because we're not charging anything. However, here's what we think. People get show up. They're going to drink a lot of beer. They're going to drink a lot of wine. We're going to encourage them to patronize your business. And not every 
business and restaurant owner understands that, but they're, if they're entrepreneurial, they'll see the value there. Um, and then, you know, um, finding businesses like in, even in the strip mall, like a dance studio. We had one in a dance studio where they close at 5 p.m. and they have no need. There's a beautiful area, no need after 5 p.m. And our events are like 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And we're like, hey, can we come in? Can we use your space? It sounds weird, but we're going to talk about real estate. We're, we're not a for-profit business. You know, we're, we're not charging anything or selling anything, um, but we would love to use your space. And and who knows? I don't know if anyone that shows up is going to be curious about dance lessons, but it's free promotion to anywhere between 70 and 100 people, you know, once a month. So um, it's being creative and creating these joint venture partnerships within the community. You'll get a lot of no's just like anything. And you find the right yes. And now you have a beautiful space for free, um, which allows you to continue to offer value for free to the community. Awesome. So we've talked about who to put in there, which is anybody, right? Essentially, that's looking for financial freedom. We've talked about logistics. What about the leadership element of it? Like you talk about, you need two, right? How often, like, when do you have other people speak? Who does what, like, what does the, the leadership team look like? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, so the, the, there's two minimum that are like the hosts, right? They're the ones that are involved in the promoting. And I would say out of, let's say five to eight topics, um, they're going to do three to six of them amongst themselves. So maybe two to three themselves, right? And we provide them the coaching and the training to make sure that they have a month to prep and practice. And if there's a topic that they just can't relate to, just can't like endure, like for whatever reason, just can't like really connect with, um, then, then they reach out to us and we figure out, okay, can we find a guest presenter in their area that would add value um, that could present that topic, right? So we bring in guest presenters, we bring in other, other investors, maybe even from their community, um, wholesaling as an example. So let's say you're a landlord and you're buying properties, but you've never wholesaled and you don't understand it, or you just have never been on that side of things. We teach you everything about it, um, but you're saying, I just doesn't feel genuine if I'm presenting this. And how do we get someone else chances are there's there's really good wholesalers in every single community that would be happy to present and share that knowledge um, you know uh, from from that standpoint and then we usually have one or two sponsor presentations guest presenters a hard money lender sharing about their products and things like that um, and we're we're careful about making sure that there's no sales pitches or hard, hard sales in in the room people that are have the same mindset as us, even though that they are a sponsor, they're, they're approaching it from adding value to the community, building relationships, and we're going to grow together. And eventually they're, they're all going to be an integral part, hopefully of people on the real estate investor path towards financial freedom. Yeah. So someone comes in with an or an altruistic mindset, they set this up, it's rolling. What are some of the benefits they can anticipate will happen down the road if they, if they do this for a few years? Yeah, I, I think if they've if they've ever tried to run a meetup, they probably understand what the benefit is, right? Because they've tried, or maybe they've even run a meetup right now. And and I, I use meetup that term loosely because I keep saying we're not a meetup. We're that we're on meetup.com, but we're not a meetup. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's more of a mastermind than anything. Um, but that's the thing that you can relate to probably the most there. Um, and so yeah, we talk about the benefits, and it really is anyone, no matter what, probably could benefit from. Um, selling something, offering a service, right? Raising capital, finding deals, something in that space, right? So whatever that is, um, you having a better community, a, a community that that knows you, likes you, trusts you better yet, like 
feels like they owe you a lot because of the value you've offered, they're going to want to give figure out a way to um, what's called reciprocity, right? It's a balancing the scales in life. If you give value, people are going to want to eventually um, want to give value back. I tell them the trick is people show up every single time they hear about it. They're like, okay, three hours, free education. I've been to one of these before. There's a catch. There's always a catch at the Credit end. Cards coming there's, out, right? they're, they're selling something, right? It, it was, it was free, but now it's a thousand dollars. I go to that thousand dollar week and now it's 50, 80, $80,000, right? There's so many boot camps out there and I'm not opposed to paying for education. That's not what I'm saying. I, I believe there's great education out there that people could, could buy into. Most people are not ready to do that though, right? You're not ready to, to, you know, throw down 40 or to $80,000 for a mentorship program if you don't know the basics yet. Um, and so, but they're, they're, they're showing up saying, this is awesome. Halfway through, they're like, this is awesome, but there's a catch. There has to be a catch. There has to be a catch. And so I tell my leaders, your number one job is to never, ever, ever give anyone that's attending an opportunity for them to say to themselves, ah, oh, that's a catch. He just wants to pick up clients or oh, he just wants to raise funds, right? If you do that, your community will, will fail. You will, you will have a different um, culture. You're going to have a different mindset of, of attendees um, and you won't be able to grow um, a valuable community like we've done elsewhere. But if you never, ever, ever give them the opportunity to say, ah, oh, that was a catch, they're going to try to eventually figure out, man, I feel terrible for just taking all the time. I got to figure out how to give back. Huh, he's told me he's trying to buy 52 properties this year. Let me figure out what I can do with my time to go help him buy those 52 properties. Or he's doing this syndication or he's growing his team. I think he would benefit. I know this guy that hates his team. Can I introduce them? Right? So there's always something you could benefit from because um, they will get to know you. They will understand what you're doing outside of this because you're saying this is not a job. It's not how I make money. This is how I provide fulfillment to myself and to my community. This is how I feel I'm giving back and hopefully making a difference. My job is this and it's something else, but we're not talking about that at all during, during this, you know, three hour session. You talk about yourself being a very private person. A lot of times things that go along with being a private person is not wanting to speak on stage. And yeah. this is two hours or so, you know, obviously broken into chunks was that a struggle for you at all? Were you kind of a natural born speaker or what's it like for somebody who wants to do this, but they're like, man, I would be terrified to be on stage for three minutes, let alone for an hour. Yeah. I'm a private person. I'm naturally an introvert. So me in groups, uh, me presenting, it does not come naturally for me. I, I at an early age, I really sought out um, things that made me uncomfortable and realized I need to get better at those things because I, I hate weakness. And I always looked at my discomfort as a weakness and trying to figure out why am I so weak in this category, right? So I probably spent more time on my weaknesses than anything else and figuring out how can I better myself in that, right? How do I, I, I still feel uncomfortable to this day before I present. And then once I do it, I feel great. Like after I feel great, but every single time before it's like, man, I'm nervous. I'm uncomfortable. This is not my natural, my natural state here. So yeah, working through that and making sure that you're, you're intentionally seeking out the discomfort. I, I knew through, through books I've read, through mentors I've, I've had that me staying in my comfort zone did not lead to making an impact. Right. And then beyond, beyond just the the privacy side of things. Um, I shared this story as on, on um, the bigger pockets podcast a, a couple years ago, I shared my full story there really for the first time. That was like the first public, you know, sh sharing of my story and, you know, my guilt, I've had so much guilt behind the success I found, which sounds weird, right? You, you, you're happy for your success, but the success I found while not 
helping or sharing along the way with friends, with family, with community. And, and because of my insecurities or my, maybe my, um, we talked about scarcity mindset, not wanting to share because someone might take it away from me, not wanting to share because it might be educating my competition. I'm not wanting to share with, with my, my family because they're going to say I'm, I'm crazy or I'm dumb, right? And not wanting to get into that, that argument. We have these stories that run in our head that for a lifetime held me back from like really adding value to the world or adding value to the community. And, and I looked up and at you know, 15 years into my investment journey, uh, very happy with where we are, blessed with our financial freedom and looking at friends, family, people that I care about that are struggling, that have no idea how to even, you know, like financial freedom was not even a word they understood um, and realized me keeping quiet and me like feeding into my comfort zone um, basically meant I could not help people that I cared the most. And so I had to do a complete shift. Everything I do now I, I filter it through a few things, but one of it, which is, does this impact someone else and put them on a path to financial freedom? Does this potentially impact and change the world? Because there's a lot of cool things I could do um, and spend my time on, but I feel like I'm making up, I say this all the time, people say, you shouldn't say that, but I'm making up for the sins of my past. I do feel like I absolutely have so much guilt for not helping when I should, that everything I do now has to be focused on that. Do I make money in my real estate? Absolutely. I make a lot of money as a real estate investor. I'll continue to do that. Um, but can I do that while helping, coaching, mentoring people along the way? Turns out I can. So when you were coming to this realization that you had to share, was it like a single moment, like a speech that you heard or something that happened? Or was it just like continually battling and wrestling and being like, I should, but I'm not. I should, but I'm not. What was the journey like to come to like, it's time to not be a secret investor anymore? Yeah, it, it was probably several years of guilt in my stomach that, you know, probably led to like health issues. I'm going to find out later. Right. So just this guilt of something. Everyone has guilt for something. Right. And this was a deep, dark guilt that I felt. And and to to be honest, I probably would still have that today unless I did not like push myself as invited to be on the bigger pockets podcast I was like yeah i don't think i want to do that you know but and then um i'm like okay that's crazy you don't turn that down um and so it really was me coming out i was comfortable with my friends and family i was comfortable with my team and my office but it wasn't a public like i wasn't you know i'm still not an influencer by any means or you know but i was very careful about what i put out on social media and so this was like the first like opening of yeah here's my story here's what i've done and turns out I didn't die after I did that, right? Like right. The, the world didn't crumble. All my properties weren't, I wasn't sued. People don't take away my properties. All the stories I told myself in my head. But what did happen is I got calls. I got calls from family saying, I knew you were in real estate, but I had no idea, right? I knew, like, I had no idea what that meant. Why didn't you tell me, right? Literally, I wish you told me earlier from, from like my brother. I wish we had this conversation years ago, right? And so, um, so I still have guilt every time I hear that, but I'm like, I'm glad because now I'm more open. People, if they want to reach out, they want, they can reach out. But now they know that I'm willing to add that value or have that conversation where before they had no clue. Yeah. Incredible. And so the, the benefit then, right, is the openness with people in the conversations as an introvert. What did that do for you personally? Like, how did that, is it a good feeling? Like, what did you get from that? Yeah, I mean, so I think you're always an introvert, but you can, you can, it's a skill set as well to forget that you're an introvert, right? So I know by this point 
the value and how I feel um, every time I present, every time I coach, every time I train, I know what it is after. When, when I come on a show like this, I know the, the, the positive effects that have, whether I actually hear about it or not, I, I can, I've seen that. Right. And so just like going to the gym and I'm, I, I'm not a big gym guy, but <laughs> I started, um, cold plunging. Right. So, yeah. so you got this ice, ice tub and I thought it was like this weird thing that, you know, you're doing just for Instagram before. And I went to an event and I actually did it. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like I am buzzing with energy. I didn't want to do it. It was terrible in the moment. And now after it was the best I've felt in like a very long time. I'm a big guy. I'm six, five. I've got aches all the time. Right. My knees are aching. My, so I've, so I went like, man, I got, I'm going to try this again. I tried it again. And I got, when I came back from this event where I tried it, I got my own cold plunge tub. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm all in on this. Right. So, so now even thinking about it, man, I stepping into that tub, like there's a shock. There's something that I really don't want to do about that. But if there is, I'm scheduling every single day. I am doing this. I know the next hour, two hours, three hours after that, I'm going to have this energy, this high, just like elevated mood level um, that I could not get unless I was doing that. Right. So very similar. Um, I still have anxiety. I still have trepidation of presenting and coaching and all these things, right? This imposter syndrome, there's someone else that should be doing this. Why me? Um, there's so many things that keep coming up. Um, but every time I do it, it just feels like the most rewarding thing that I can do with my life right now. Incredible. What is your vision for this? I mean, we talked about it a little bit, you know, 10, hundred people in a hundred locations, 10,000 financially free people across the country. Like give me the full breadth of the vision for the breakfast club. Yeah. Um, so let's start with how, how it started. Right. So, um, it was never a business and, and it's still not a business, um, you know, per se, I was on a mastermind. Um, I talk about masterminds. So I go to masterminds all the time. I surround myself with high level people all the time. Um, Brandon Turner, the previous host of bigger pockets, personal friend of mine, part of his Maui mastermind. All right. So we get to hang out in Maui a couple times a year, talk to some really awesome dudes. Um, and off, often we're not talking about real estate. We're talking about mindset. We're talking about family. We're talking about just strategy in general. And I was going through this period in my life where I knew like every 10 years, I just need to retire. Like that's just been my mind. I need to like get to the end of my cycle, whatever it is. Like my my 20s were about financial freedom. My 30s, I've had a family, had kids. I was like, can I get to generational wealth and be comfortable in that stage? And not knowing what my 40s were going to be about. So I knew that re reaching 40, like I built this brokerage. I built a, a really successful business, but I've got to step away from that, even though I love it a lot, right? Because if I don't step away, if I don't like end that, I can't start something new than something new that's meaningful. And I, I, for years, I almost like had this almost depression knowing that I'm going to, I'm going to, that part of me is going to die. That part of me is going to end. And there's a sadness to that. And I didn't know what was next yet. And so is that one of these mastermind sessions? Like I'm like bearing my soul to these people. Some have become best friends now. And like, like tears coming down my eyes sometimes like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't think I'm going to do this. And, and then they're like, well, what brings you happiness? Right. And they, they through these questions, like, well, the thing that like, number one brings me happiness is this, this meetup that I run. Right. And it's like, well, tell us about that. Right. And, and so they're like, well, can you create a life around that meetup? Can you create a meaning and purpose around that? And I'm like, yeah, I've never thought of that as as a company before, but what does that look like? So it's at one of these meetups that I started to talk to people like, yeah, here's, here's an idea. Here's what you can do. And when you have high level people like Brandon Turner and Taro Yarbrough and, and some really awesome guys in the room, they're able to 
take your idea and say, yeah, that could make sense. Go run with it or no, try this. And so I was blessed to have that room. I came back and at that event, I said, what's something crazy that I probably won't be able to achieve, but I'm just going to push myself to do that. And we had two locations at that time. I'm like, can we get to a hundred locations in the next three years? Right. So it's vision casting for the next three years. And as I go, you 30 something a year, maybe that's maybe that's doable. Hundred would be a pretty significant presence by that time. There's a, a benefit that I can see and it's it's calculable. Um, over the last month or so, we started to do events. So I, 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 I decided to uh, be expo at a national association realtors event. I said, okay, I'm putting a booth. I'm telling people about this crazy idea and this free training that we have and see if anyone's interested. We got like 38 applications at that event. You know, so now we're vet vetting and we might have 30 plus locations in the next, you know, a few months, you know, uh, opened up. We just partnered with Bigger Pockets. We're going to be at their event. And so we know that everyone there is probably a candidate to potentially run one of these, if not attend one of these. So I say that because our, on, on writing on my wall, it's still a hundred locations in three years. Like, I think, I think we can get to a thousand in, in five years is probably what we're, we're hoping for. Um, once we get past that hundred, we're very close to becoming the number one real estate investor education brand, um, like monthly education brand in the U S. And I think that'd be really cool. Um, from a leader standpoint, um, you're going to be now part of an awesome like mastermind, right? Think about it. If there's a hundred locations and there's two awesome like rock star investors for every location, you're part of this unique club of like 200, 300 like rock star investors that we're going to be able to, you know, share ideas, meet up every once in a while, do some cool things. And then we're going to have this pretty big community that if someone in my location wants to go invest in, you know, Austin, Texas. So we're opening up Austin, Texas next month. I know nothing about Austin, Texas, but I know two awesome investors out there and they have a hundred people boots on the ground to find deals, manage deals, fund deals, whatever it is. They can, we can easily open and kind of, we all speak the same language now, uh, easily invest into other markets, hopefully by creating this network as well. Incredible. Omni, thank you so much for coming on and sharing the vision for this. This is incredible. So excited for what you've accomplished and for what you're putting out there, guys. If you're listening today, write down something you learned. There's so many nuggets about how to start a meetup, how to start a mastermind, and how to do it well. If you want to be involved with Omni and the Breakfast Club, you can reach out to him through the website. We'll put the link in the description. Write down something you learned from today. Share it with somebody you know so they can hold you accountable because freedom's acquired one action at a time. And if you take steps day by day before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. Thank you guys for tuning in. In. We'll catch you on the next episode. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions, particularly on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, are worth more than money. So please do what you can to support the show. 